Welcome to the Intercut Podcast, the weekly show going over the TV, movies, and entertainment that people can't cut away from. I am your co-host, Zachary Shevich, and joining me live from one of Utah's great castles. Oh my goodness. <laughs> in person. You can touch it right touch. there. I don't know if we're on the one screen or the, the thing. We're on the two. I'm... Okay, we're in the two. Gotcha. It's Arturo Zarita. I'm excited to be here. Traveled all the way. Just got the memo that they canceled Sundance. I know. They should have told us, right? It would be nice to get an email. As if we haven't been covering really it. I haven't checking my emails. Uh, but. Beautiful thing. If you do end up making it to Utah, they have everything out there in the open. We kind of wanted to snatch one of the flags that they got. Yeah. Because uh, they posted up all the flags. Like, everybody's showing up. I don't know if the merch store is open. Yeah. I'm ready to take a USB drive to the Eccles and see if they play something there. But uh, Utah looking as beautiful as ever. And uh, can't wait to enjoy all the beautiful mountains by being trapped inside. Exactly. In the dark right. and watching we, we did have to take that little drive through Park City because it is tradition. You know, we had, took some pictures outside the Egyptian as one does. It's the the big Sundance Theater. You know, it, it's nice to see these places that we haven't seen in two years. And I think uh, for you and me, you and I both personally, like, bring us a lot of joy to to be here and to to be at Sundance. It's a, a special thing for both of us. It's a special thing for a lot of people. Hope you're all excited to kick things off. We're certainly excited. Uh, we're going to be talking about a few things on this podcast, including uh, some Valentine's ideas for film lovers, some giveaways. we got a few things to give away yep. on this live stream, so stick with us and you might get some, uh, some exciting stuff. And then also just some random stuff that we've been watching, so stick with us in a little bit. We'll talk about all that. Make sure you're subscribed to the Intercut Podcast, either the video podcast on YouTube.com slash IntercutPod or the audio podcast available on most podcatchers. Also, follow Intercut on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We are at IntercutPod. That's at IntercutPod. That's short for podcast. Also, follow us on Patreon at IntercutPod where you can support the show for as little as $1 a month and be sure... To head over to Apple Podcasts to leave us that five-star review, that much-requested five-star review. Spotify is starting to roll out those five-star yeah. reviews. You could give us a review there, too. Always appreciate all of that helpful stuff. Uh, but why don't we kick this thing off the way we normally do when we get together and record, even though we don't normally do this in person. Uh, talk a little bit about what we have been watching, which is tricky because it's just been Sundance screeners. It's, it's been Sundance screeners. Which screeners. isn't a bad thing because yeah. uh, shout out to all the uh, publicists and stuff who have been really good at uh, sending out screeners because, you know, usually it's – when everything's been theatrical, you ask for a link and they go, no, go to the theater. Well, now we can't go to the theater. So I know that there's links out there and uh, we were able to get a whopping 13. So that's really good because I know that, that that's probably like a whole lineup for some people. Yeah. But because of that, some of those we had already purchased tickets to and the way that the festival is doing it this year, you are uh, not able to swap them out. Yeah. You have to transfer them. So we will have some that we will be giving away right. to some of y'all, which we'll mention in a little bit. Yeah, we've got some tickets that uh, we took on that we'll end up passing out, passing along to our good Intercut fans, the Intercuties. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, there were a lot of transfers, no problem. So it should just be somebody's email. But yeah, yeah, we'll get to the details on that. I don't think we're allowed to talk about anything that we've been watching yeah. from Sundance, so we'll stick to some of the other stuff we yeah. downloaded like on if the road. You, if you followed us on Letterboxd, or at least me, I don't know if mm-hmm. you've logged them yet, like terrible, you'll see we, we have seen a couple Sundance movies, and yeah. like, some are good, some are okay, you know, can't tell you which which, but... Uh, I can't tell you what's bad, but what's worse is I can't tell you what's good. Like, right. that makes no sense. I'm supposed to wait till after it premieres, and then I should be like, damn, y'all should have time-traveled and bought a ticket. Yeah. But uh, there is some good stuff already. Yeah, shout-out to Wiley Todd with the super chat saying, I'm bummed out. I wanted to watch Cha-Cha Boom. Uh, 
cha-cha real smooth but it is sold out damn already i loved cooper Rafe's last film shithouse yeah that was pretty uh, good it sucks man the, it, a lot of the films are going to be selling out i know duel uh riley stearns's movie sold hey, out and i'm really excited for that one so you know if you are still interested in catching a movie maybe head over and check out uh check out what is still available before it ends up going away uh I, well, let's jump the gun a little bit and get into our calendar because there are so many exciting movies uh, on our slate, and it is day one. Uh, I wanted to show people we are we're going to be doing some real jam watching. Packed. We are jam packed. Actually, I'm going to go to the Google, Google Cal first because I think it does a little bit better of a job of showing you what like a day in our fest planning looks like uh, with with just jam packed back to back to back to back screenings. We'll we'll try and fit in even more if we can. Uh, you know, maybe we'll get in a little Sundance stream in the middle when we've seen some more stuff and the embargoes are lifted, but it's, you know, it's tough. We're, we're, maybe we'll sit out one or two here and there, but. but no, we're going every <laughs> single one and we're going to rewatch them just, just in case we miss the damn the thing. Chair. Uh, really quick though, the backtrack on the duel yeah. and, uh, cha-cha. Uh, they're both in competition, so there's still a chance that not only with the second screening that they may re-up some extra showings, I think like every single morning if you wake up at around 8 a.m., like refresh your thing, you might be able to see if they uh, have some extra tickets, but they can also win, so come next weekend, you could still watch that movie with some critical acclaim to it. Exactly, exactly. Or maybe they suck, and <laughs> there's other movies to watch, but I'm excited for both of those. So. Yeah, shout out to Domingo, who said, cannot wait for worst person in the world tonight. Or, uh, yeah, uh, we're excited for that, too. We're going to catch that later. We're also catching, if you see on our schedule here, La Guerra Civil, and When You Finish Saving the World, as well as Emergency. So we've All got... solid. Yeah, we've got a whole bunch of Which I'm most excited stuff. Uh, for today? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Jesse boy. I, I, I love Eisenberg. I, I'm, I, I'm into the Eisenbergian wit and persona and, and presence, even though he's not is physically in the movie. His debut? Directing? It, at least feature. I'm not sure okay. if he's done a short. Could but feature, months. yeah. So I would go with When You Finish Saving the World. You know, good cast in that one, too. How about you? Like Guerra Civil? I mean, When You Finish Saving the World is up there for me, but uh, Guerra Civil probably. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. pretty excited for that one. Uh, and if, even Worst Person in the World, because that would have been one of our favorites from last year. If we hadn't seen it based on Buzz, I think I'd say Worst been Person in the World. Jam-packed day. Right, but, right. But, but I'm excited. Yeah. Well, all three of these would have been movies that we wanted to see at the Echoes. We had everything set up to see Guerra Civil at the Echoes tonight. Uh, we're going to make our own Eccles. There's a digital Eccles, which is crazy. They yeah. allow you to go in VR, and I guess you just wait in line, and then they let you into the digital Eccles so that you can sit. Maybe someone's in your seat, so you got to kick them out, but uh, I'm very excited to catch that one. And Emergency is interesting because last year that director had our hashtag J, which was uh, Romeo and Juliet, but on Instagram. Yeah. So I'm curious. Not to see film? I mean, Not I didn't see You and Amanda saw it. Yeah, so I'm curious to see what he does with Emergency, but... Yeah, we got some pretty jam-packed stuff. And also for Amanda, uh, she's going to be flying in, so she doesn't yes. get here. We are missing her. Uh, <laughs> we, we would she, she, hopefully she, she, have she'd be, she'd be right here. a Jedi in between <laughs> Can you us. imagine? She <laughs> comes out of the, <laughs> the, out of the thing. Uh, but yeah, she's going to come in. She's got a couple that she's excited for. So I, not to speak for her, but I think Worst Person in the World is one that she was really uh, excited to catch mm -hmm. after after the tough screening that she had. But For sure. Then there's the next day, dude. Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, that's our first, like, real packed day. Going Fire of Love to Fresh to After Yang, Riotsville, USA, Tantura, Marteum, Master, Watcher, Speak No Evil. Are from tomorrow's slate, what is the one that you're looking forward to the most? Uh, a lot. We did see one of these, and I don't even know if I'm allowed to tell you which one we oh. saw. Mm. Yeah. 
that one was pretty good, and I wish I could tell you which one it was. Um, but I am really excited for Watcher. That's one of the ones that's in the U.S. competition. It stars uh, Micah from It Follows, right? I believe that was her name. And that one looks like it's going to be pretty creepy. I am also excited for Riotsville because I caught this director's short. Uh, it's literally all just made out of archival footage, and I, I find that stuff fascinating. She is an archivist for Jim Jarmusch. Oh. Do you have an archivist? I, I would like one. You need to get one because yeah. it seems everyone nowadays has an archivist. Uh, and then Fire of Love was a documentary that I really actually wanted to see on the big screen because this is another one that's made up of footage of two voc- volcanologists, I believe is the actual term that they use in the, in the bio for it. They fell in love with each other, but their love was nothing compared to the fire that brewed for volcano uh, hunting that they did. So it's all this footage that they shot, like just... I don't even know how close you can get to a volcano, mm. but some of the images that they released look incredible. No, but look, like, we can try and over-intellectualize this, but lava is dope. Lava's crazy. Lava's pretty cool. And it looks like a documentary that's going to have a lot of lava in it. So I'm excited for Fire of Love as well. I'm also excited for After Yang. It's the it's Kogonanda, Kogonanda, bro. Colin Farrell. It's got good reviews. I think it premiered at Con last year? And it has a March release, so there's yeah, also that. That one's right around the corner from A24. Uh, going down to January 22nd, I don't know if you can uh, see my screen a little bit, uh, we got Free Chol Su Lee, We Met in Virtual Reality, yes, Descendant, sir. 892, Second Chance, Leonardo Will Never, Never Die, Duel, and Sharp Stick, as well as Babysitter and Hatching. Uh, this is when we start getting into a couple of the, the horror films, too, like there, with Babysitter and Hatching ending mm-hmm. the day, the midnight section, uh, but a, a very big variety of stuff here. I... I've been talking about it since we first saw the Sundance lineup. Duel is high, high on my that's list. I, I really right. like Riley Stern. So that's, okay. that's that's mine. What about you? Mm, probably Duel and 892. I'm saying that over a couple of the other ones that are on the schedule only because 892 has Boyega. And it seems like it's going to be a very tense thriller because I, I don't know where he gets. He ends up. It feels like it's going to be a bottle film. I'm not sure where else it takes place, but that's in the U.S. dramatic competition. I mean, and this end, it looks good, and Second Chance looks good, and we met in virtual reality. They did a little um, meet the artist for that one, and it looked pretty. It looked pretty dope. It looks like ex- exactly the type of movie uh, that's living its premise, especially right now that we've gone completely virtual. Bless your soul. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So yeah, it's another it's another jam packed day, and a couple of these horrors have also been picked up to be released on Hulu. Yeah. So it's gonna be really interesting to see. Yeah, was, uh, uh, what buzz they get. Was Hatching one of them? I that, think Hatching got picked up. That's and IFC that's not, Films. Yeah, that may be getting its own release, but it's still going to be in March. A lot of these yeah. movies are going to be coming out in March. We got a couple questions here in the uh, live stream. Yep, it's Howard asking, how do y'all remember everything you watch? Which is it's a good question. You know, we're, we're trying to watch like 50 plus movies, if we can, in this week's time. Yeah. Uh, it is a lot. I will say that sometimes elements of things blend together, but I think the most helpful thing is to kind of like give yourself at least a moment once it ends to just sort of be like, okay, this is sort of, this is sort of my feeling. Let, yeah. let me, let me make these thoughts concrete. And for me, I, I like to just do like, if it's a letterbox rating or a letterbox review, that just yeah. helps me solidify my thing. I know you take a lot of notes during movies too. Yeah, I'm practically, I'm like Bart Simpson. I'm writing the whole thing down. <laughs> so I think that's another reason why I get stuck in your head. Right. But then also like, uh, were you one of those we, kids that like you just had to write down the notes in class and then it would help you remember? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is just so it's like I, I guess because when it comes to movies, you write something down, you're like, right, that's the quote. Because then afterwards, you know, if in the streaming age, it's a little different because you could just pull it up. But I was so used to going to theater, writing it down. So then when you argue with someone in the comments, they go, "It was this." I was like, "No, I wrote it down <laughs> for sure. It's this." That's the only reason I take notes. I think the other factor to it is that 
we, we're going to watch. So we've been talking about the movies. Then we're going to continue talking about the movies after we mm-hmm. see it. And then after that, we then work on videos for the movie. So it's like it's always there. So yeah. you just don't forget. Yeah. I think that's the big thing for us. If you're only talking about it once, then yeah, it's like why would you remember it? It's been really – I can compare uh, from last year's Sundance, which was virtual, to the years before. It's really helpful having our group here mm-hmm. and like, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it after the movies and we'll, we'll – hear everybody's opinions and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I was home last year, that was just me and Caitlin on the couch, you know, figuring it out. But, like, <laughs> it, it would be... No, no, it's helpful. It's helpful. It, it was Caitlin, so you're appreciated here. You're appreciated. She's helping us up so much with the tech setup. Like, look, look at this. We got... We're all on one screen. It's great. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> yeah, I think just repeating it and always going through them is another yeah. thing. It's the ones you forget. When you forget a movie, that's bad. Yeah, That's exactly. saying more than remembering something. You, t- for the most part, like you don't tend to forget things that are worth remembering. Or even bad things. Yeah. It's the ones that fall in the middle that are the wor- worst. Those lukewarm things where you're yeah. like, that wasn't terrible, that wasn't great, it's yeah. just forgettable. You don't want to make a movie like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that is a jam-packed day. I know there was a bunch of other questions in here. Yeah, Trent well. Lamb said, what is y'all's setup for watching these films? So, oh. as you can see, we're in this like crazy kind of medieval-looking house. Uh, we will we'll give you a fuller tour yeah. later in the festival. Uh-huh. But one of the cool things they got here is they got a theater room downstairs. That Part of the reason that we're still here in Utah is because they got a really sick theater room here. And, it, I mean, it, it's better. It beats my setup at home. I got to be honest. And also the Airbnb did not have a refundable thing. <laughs> that's and Sundance that's decided that's to let us know in the last minute yeah. after demanding that we be here. So we are here. But, yeah, no, we do have a, a pretty cool theater room downstairs. The sound setup is pretty nice. We were testing a little bit out. As soon as we jump out of this, we're going to catch one of the screeners right before we have our premiere. But uh, it seems like it's going to be pretty decent. We have some another uh, setup that's right behind us over yeah, here. I'll, I'll switch to your angle because you can see, kind of see the TV. Other, other shoulder, other shoulder. There you go. You're, yeah. Bad yeah. Vanna White we got, over here. We got TVs on TVs on TVs in this place. And worst case, we have iPads. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we got like a five screen experience. Yeah, it's a pretty really decent wanted. pretty decent setup. So hopefully you all have some decent setups or really just the ability to be able to watch the movie. I think it's going to be the best thing. Uh, some things to note, though, technical wise, would be they're making a really big deal in the festival this year that they don't want you using Safari. Or sorry, they don't want you using Chrome. Uh, they want you using Safari. They want you using, uh, what was it, Internet Explorer? It's not Internet Explorer anymore. It's whatever it is now. Yeah, whatever the Microsoft one is. Uh, Edge? Something I, like I that. I don't know. I'm not up. They want you to use those in order for you to even get the full quality experience. If you use Chrome, they're going to cut you down to SD. To me, that's BS. I know why they're doing it. Uh, there's more security through Safari and I guess through Edge. But, uh, Can't Chrome, screen record these yeah, movies I guess as they're easy. worried about people screen recording it. But, I mean... If someone's going to find a way, I feel they're going to find a way. Yeah. I think cutting you down for people who probably primarily use Chrome is going to be really annoying. Another thing, too, is if you're using the uh, like an Apple TV, a Roku, whatever it is to use the app, you can only use that for the premieres. All of your secondary screenings need to be off a laptop. Just some technical things to let you all know about the festival. But uh, hopefully they stream pretty well. I know there was problems with the tester screening. <laughs> but last year I had no problems. It was yeah, good. Last and year if was you freeze, hey, freezing at Sundance is a part of the festival. So there you go. You, guess, you just get to do it from the comfort of your own home. Uh, uh, Julieta asked if we can uh, do a picture of the screening room for the patrons. Yeah, I'll send that out as a patron we'll exclusive. 
Uh, a couple other questions here. HTT asked, did they increase the amount of virtual t- tickets now that they are fully virtual? And David Daniel Merkel, kind of in the same vein, says, what's the point of selling out when it's all virtual? Virtual. Why not let as many people see these movies Sofugazi, as possible? Sofugazi. Uh We'll start with the positives. One yeah. of the reasons that they had mentioned was uh, if a movie is showing here and then they're going to show it, let's say, a couple of months from now at South By, you don't want everybody watching it in one place. They can't see it the next. That's their reasoning. I kind of get it. Uh, I also understand the studio perspective. They want to keep uh, security, you know, for any um, recordings, such not. It's also just really dumb, though. I'm not a person who believes in that stuff. I, it's, it's, yeah, it's the studios wanting to make sure that there's exclusivity to it. Yeah. Um, that's what it comes down to, and it. I guess they think it helps build hype. I think hype gets built when more people see it. Yeah, I, it really is like a hype mechanism, and like keeping it. I think part of what uh, makes a festival like this exciting is that it is like. There is a air air of exclusivity to some of these things. The like, exclusivity should be the time slot. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that's it. I agree. You can be, I there, agree. You can be there. Like, it, there is not. I don't think there's such an overwhelming demand for these movies that it makes sense to really curb it like this, right? Like, you're you're probably talking about an extra like maybe a couple thousand people or something. It, that's what I'm saying. It's right. like, what are you really losing yeah. out? I think there's more you gain than to lose out. That's, that's it's good. not it, for one for It's not Sundance's fault. It's these studios who were. It, it is the studios because again, when they went completely virtual, there is one movie that got cut. Final cut. Final cut. They Ironically. yeah, they thought everybody was going to join them or something. <laughs> Absolutely nobody joined them because it makes you look elitist. That is a movie that is not only a remake, and I have high hopes for it kind of, uh, of One Cut of the Dead, but it's also kind of like half-found footage. I'm not one to deem where an artist <laughs> wants you to see their thing, uh, but as the viewer, I will always say that it is up to you to view it the way that you want to uh, in the most safest, best possible way. They decided to cut theirs. That came directly from the studio. That was not Sundance. Everybody else was cool enough to be like, we get it. Yeah. There's a pandemic. Let's go. Yeah. So. No one's trying to get Omicron. I saw Riley Stern said that Jesse Eisenberg's the only filmmaker who knows who is happier that his premiere is virtual. Easily. Uh, Cinephile Davis asked, do y'all ever fall asleep during all these movies? Can't imagine watching all those and staying awake during a less exciting one. Um, There are definitely moments where I will stand up and pace the room. Uh, You know, I think the biggest concern is like, it sucks to sit down in one spot for 12 hours. We've been, we we are dealing with some uh, lack of seating. So we're, we're, we're going to pick up a chair from Walmart. Yeah, I have to sit on Zeg's lap. And I like, I don't know by Lucy and Desi, I don't know how that's going to be, but I agree with you. You at least get the ability to get up, rush out. There's some, you know, climate changes from going inside of a theater to being out in the snow that kind of jolts you and wakes you up. I don't know, we're going to have to do jumping jacks or something, but for the most part, I, I don't think so. Especially with the sound that we're going to have, I think we'll yeah. be awake. Uh, Zoo Station points out the thought many of these films don't have studios yet. A lot of them don't. A lot of them do, though. Yeah. Um, and There's still a production company behind it, though, and a publicist. Like, and or a sales A sales uh, representative, yeah. and they're the ones who deem that stuff. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There's been many times we have asked for screenings, and they're like, no, it's only for certain press, and y'all have never heard of those movies, so we'll just leave it at that. Uh, uh, Domingo asked What's, what films are you most anticipating from the festival I think we can uh, do mention that when we get to the end of our daily breakdown uh, but one last one more thing before we go further in our daily breakdown you'll see Leonor will never die here in red that because, that's because it's the first one of our Sundance giveaways we will 
we want to give away a ticket to Leonor Will Never Die. Uh, the ticket is actually for the for January 23rd, Sunday the 23rd. It starts at 10 a.m. Eastern. You get a 24-hour window. So if Good. you yeah, so if you want to see Leonor Will Never Die, one of the films that's in the World Dramatic Competition, let us know in the live stream by leaving a comment with the name of the country that that film is from. Make, uh, sh- make sure you're available to see the screening. Yes. We don't want to give day. away the ticket to somebody who's not available Sunday. That will be January 23rd. You will have 24 hours to see it. But if you can name that country, ticket we, is yours. Yeah, we'll we'll have to figure out your email. and We have to send it to you by email. But we'll... Uh, is this we'll on the live a, chat? Yeah, it's the live chat. We'll see if anybody right, comes through in a second. first one gets it there. I wish I could tell you if the movie was, like, really good. Yeah. That would be crazy. We're, we're not allowed, allowed to mention to tell it. you. But I do hope if you watch it. If the movie does interesting things. I hope that you are able to catch right. this movie. If you leave a comment letting us know what the country is. Uh, yes, yeah, so Leonor Will Never Die. Uh, that's one of the ones that we've already caught, uh, but we had in our schedule. What mm-hmm. we have in our schedule for January 23rd, to move on a little bit, is Mija, Lucy and Desi, Honk for Jesus Save Your Soul, Something in the Dirt, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, Nanny, Brainwashed, God's Country, and Call Jane. Uh, it's a pretty exciting day. Mm-hmm. A lot of good premieres this day. Mm-hmm. What you say? What would you say is your most anticipated from the twenty third? There's two. Hong for Jesus is probably a little higher than something in the dirt. Hong for Jesus is going to be this like mockumentary style movie about uh, this pastor and his wife and how they swindle a lot of people. I think that one's going to be hilarious. It's got a really good cast. But something in the dirt is coming from the boys who many of you are going to know as the Benson Moon Knight directors. Yeah, Marvel directors Benson and Moorhead. To us, they are the endless, but to me, they are the endless boys. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they are back together in front of the screen. And I'm very excited to see what they're going to bring with this. They probably had my favorite Meet the Artist. It was a really beautiful a little montage of their previous works. And uh, I really like directors who can take a big check and then still come back and do something like this. So those are my two favorites. It's a jam-packed day. I know yeah. there's some other ones that you're very excited for there. I mean, I'm really excited for Something in the Dirt as well. I'm really excited for Hunk for Jesus Save Your Soul. But I think my hype's just been building for Cha-Cha Real Smooth. I'm, I'm on the boy uh, Cooper's side, you know? I, I, I saw that article, I think it was in The Hollywood Reporter, where it's talking about the upcoming filmmaker who's never been to a film festival despite oh, having now yeah, two premieres. He, he, was, he won for the uh, first South By. Which got canceled. Which was also like the first film festival. Uh, that got canceled. In that the got canceled COVID right in, in the COVID thing. He won that. He's in competition here. I don't think he's ever going to see a theater, though. <laughs> maybe, maybe the real thing is he's got to stop making movies. That's maybe what that's what will end COVID. Cooper. Shout out to Sabine Allard, who's the first person I saw in the live stream to get correctly guess the Philippines for uh, Leonor Will Never Die. Sabine, uh, send us an email to intercutpod at gmail.com or leave it in the comments if you need to, and we will get you that ticket. Uh, Shout-outs to you for winning that, and stay tuned, because we've still got more stuff to give away. But let's talk about January 24th. Uh, short, a shorter day, although we might stick at some more screeners once yeah, we, one, two, we pick three, more movies four, up. Five, six, yeah, seven, eight. Only an eight-movie day. Only an eight-movie day. We begin bad. with... <laughs> you won't be alone. A lot of people are really excited for this one. You won't be alone. I then, think it comes out March, April. April? It's breaking my rule in catching it immediately because it's Rumi 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 Rapaz doing a witch story. Let me know if I mispronounced her name wrong. I don't. I don't. don't. Um, 
And she looks like she's going to kill it because they're pitching it as a different type of witch story. And this is coming from Sundance, who already did The Witch. So I'm curious to see what they have for this one. And this is in uh, World Dramatic. Yeah. Not even Midnight, so that's going to be crazy. Uh, (laughs) uh, We haven't seen it. But there is a critic who didn't see it, do it I follow on Letterboxd, who's, who's just like letting the ratings rip, mm-hmm. and he gave You Won't Be Alone a five star. Five stars? A five star. Damn, it was worth breaking the embargo for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that one, yeah. yeah. Uh, Territory, Palm Trees and Power Lines, Am I Okay, Emily the Criminal, Meet Me in the Bathroom, Piggy, and Summering. It's this Emily. might be my most stacked day. Emily the Criminal. This is definitely Amanda's favorite day. Yeah, so this was a day that we were going to spend completely over in... Uh, Park City watching all of these movies in the theater especially Emily the Criminal that's probably my most anticipated yeah. from this segment right here then you won't be alone but Emily the Criminal has the queen practically at this point she has crowned herself because uh, she never Sunday misses Royalty. a year since I started at least since I've been coming since uh, 2017 she has had one to two sometimes I think even three movies uh, Aubrey Plaza is playing a sort of swindler who is down in her ropes and ends up using credit cards that uh, she rips then it comes back to Biter. I don't know. That's all I need to know. Yeah. We wanted to see this one at the Eccles at the big screen, but yeah, yeah, that one's going to be fantastic. Y'all were listening to the audiobook for Meet Me in the Bathroom, yep. and I was in and out. You know, I was either watching a screener or listening to something else, and I would just take my headphones off. This audiobook was... <laughs> and then I brought Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore backstage, and there was cocaine everywhere. And Some of the <laughs> stuff that I was hearing was so... <laughs> That's when she started dating the Stroke Spaces. We had a question about this one on why this was a documentary that was in the midnight section. And, and then from what I've read in the audiobook, I understand now why. So, yeah, I'm really excited for this one. We, it's a 20 hour audiobook, and we've gotten through half of it on our drive. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm movie. really excited for Meet Me in the Bathroom. Really excited for Emily the Criminal. Also, really excited for MIOK. Uh, Tig Notaro yeah. uh, co directing that one. And then Palm Trees and Parallels. With her spouse. Uh, yeah, with her spouse. And then Palm Trees and Parallels got a shout-out on the uh, Sundance press conference this yeah, morning. Yeah, we had a press conference that they had virtually, and, uh, you know, you could always, obviously, hear recommendations from us, but it's always interesting to get that insider, you know, recommendation. And let me tell you, it sounds just like the recommendations we gave, y'all. They said Blood, which was one of my sleeper hits. They said this one right here, Palm Trees and Power Lines, which when they had to redo the entire schedule, this was one that had sold out, and we were able to pick it up. Uh, and then what was the third one that they said? There was a number three that they gave. Was it Living? The Bill Nye? Living ended up being another one that the director wrote. Oh, it was the... The one from the disabled filmmaker, right? Oh, I didn't see you there, yes. which is one of the docs that I, I, we'll I had get to that really too. high. So, uh, just so you know, those were the inside picks: palm trees, uh, I didn't see you there, and blood. And then they gave a fourth one, which was living, as to the underappreciated ones that they hope get some uh, shoutouts. Yeah, uh, January twenty fifth. This is when the tickets that we were allotted start to run out. Uh, but we'll, we'll pick some more up too. Mm-hmm. Right now, we've got the mission. I didn't see you there, which we were just just talking about. Good luck to you, Leo Grande. Resurrection, Dos Estaciones, and Genius, the Kanye West documentary. I believe only the first part. Only the first part, which is the only reason why this is probably in my top two of the fest entirely. But you only get the first 80 minutes. Uh, As everyone knows, it's going to roll out in February in theaters and then on Netflix for the whole three parts, all four hours. So I'm going to have to go Resurrection on this day right here. I'm also very excited for those Estaciones, which is yep. coming from Mexico, but Resurrection looks pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, Resurrection looks pretty crazy. 
I didn't see you there. We're really excited for Genius. Really excited for um, at this point in the fest. I think I might enjoy a movie like Good Luck to You, Leo Grande, which I don't have the highest expectations for. I didn't have any either, but we'll see. It's supposed to be like a comedy. It's a comedy with Emma Thompson. I feel like there's a base level of enjoyment there. After Late Night, and she had one of the biggest movies that year when they had Late Night. Right, and like I, here's the thing: is like by day five of the festival, like you've just sat through a lot of movies. Sometimes it's nice to get something that's really light that you don't even have to really pay full attention to. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's more than that, but my, that's what I'm anticipating from Good Luck to You, Leo Grande. Uh, January 25th is also exciting because that's the day of our other Sundance ticket giveaway for the film Brian and what? Charles. Oh, yep. Uh, Another one we booked, but they were nice enough to send us a little early uh, screener link for this. I am not allowed to tell you anything about this movie. Mm-hmm. Other than it comes from the UK, and it is about a man who kind of invents things, and one day he decides to invent a robot, an AI robot. Um, very British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll, it's another movie that uh, you can catch a second screening for, and uh, we will give out the ticket to anybody who wants this one and is available Tuesday the 25th. It starts at 10 a.m., but again, it's another 24-hour window, so hopefully you're available Tuesday the 25th to watch this one. Uh, if you are interested in watching Brian and Charles uh, in the live stream. I, you took my question. I was going to ask. I did, bro. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, hmm. What, what can we say live? What can we, oh, you know what we'll do? Um, what country does uh, You Won't Be Alone come from? Right? No, that's confusing. I guess. I mean, they're in the same category. Um First person to name the director for Brian and Charles. There you go. It. That's good. The first person to name the director for Brian and Charles in the live stream gets that ticket for Tuesday the 25th. It's on your screen, guys. I swear to you, if you don't know, if, if you don't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that'd be an extra screen that we have there. A nice little comedy for anyone who's interested in a free Sundance showing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to the 26th, uh, which is the last day that we have set up. Uh, right now, we've got three minutes of lengthening, Alice, Happening, A House Made of Splinters, Blood, and Instant Life. Uh, so this is a day where we're sort of catching up on the things that have fallen through the cracks. Yep. And we have a couple tickets in our allotment left over. So what our strategy is, is to kind of wait, see some of the reactions to the premieres, and see if there's something that we know we need to catch that we haven't yet caught. Although we're starting to get to the point with screeners and stuff that like we might just... Have to go ahead and choose. I think we're going to have to pick them. We're yeah. literally, uh, based off of the screeners that we've gotten and the entire schedule that you've seen, we're missing 13 movies. That's it. <laughs> uh, a couple of those are handfuls where uh, probably didn't really pique our interest, but then others which were waiting on links, and then uh, whatever straggling kind of uh, check-ins that we have are probably going to be for those. But for the most part, we have everything set there. Uh, I'm looking at the chat. We got someone someone who said Jim Archer. I think, yep, it's Howard. Was there the first in the chat? Thank you to Howard. And congratulations. We're going to give you our ticket to Brian and Charles. Again, email intercutpod at gmail.com. Or if you want to leave it in the live stream, uh, we'll hit you up with that ticket later tonight. I think so. I think mm-hmm. we'll have a little bit of time. I think I'm able to transfer them. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then we got a couple more days here in Sundance. Hopefully, maybe on the 27th, we'll uh, do our wrap-up and live stream again with you guys. And, let, and with Amanda, too. Yep. And talk about our favorites from the festival. A lot of exciting stuff. And then the award should be the 28th, 29th. I, I don't, don't know what they're going to do because they kind of pushed up everything a day. So are they just extending the awards thing? Yeah. I don't really know. But again, uh, for those who may be more on a budget, probably one of the best things that you can get are the awards passes. I don't know if they're still available. Maybe they sold out. I'm not Ooh. sure. 
Um, but if they do become available, that's probably one of the best ways for you to be able to catch a whole bunch of Sundance winners all in one slot. And if they've extended it, then that's cool too. Yeah. Uh, so I think we have one. I, I want to do one more giveaway for the people who aren't going to be able to watch us live because there's lots of people who will be uh, catching up and uh, people who listen to the audio versions who don't follow us on YouTube. But you, know, you should follow us on YouTube, then you get to watch these live streams. And you get to... Anyway, uh, we have one more exciting giveaway on the show. It's just a jam packed giveaway episode. Uh, we are giving away a Drive Blu-ray. My Car. <laughs> Not Drive My Car. <laughs> Director's other yeah, movie. There you go. Uh, the other film that Reisuke Hamaguchi put out last year, also extremely well-reviewed. I thought it was excellent. It's Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy, and we have a Blu-ray copy to give away. Ooh. So very exciting. That goes in the machine, right? Yeah, yeah. You need, you need like the physical. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, put it up. Uh, for this one, we're going to le- ask you to leave a question or, again, email us at intercutpod at gmail.com. Either tell us your favorite Sundance movie. It doesn't have to be this year, last year. It can be any historical, going back to Sex, Lies, and Videotapes, Clerks, whatever. What is your favorite Sundance movie? Or if you don't have a favorite Sundance movie, just what's your favorite dance to do in the sun? You know? like that. There you go. It's perfectly legitimate as well. Leave that in the comments of the video, not the live stream, because I think the live stream yeah, yeah, really kind of goes away. In the comments of the video, or uh, email us, and in a week from now, we'll select that winner for the Blu-ray copy of Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy, one of the really exciting films from last year. I liked it a lot. Um, so, yeah. Shout out Film Movement. I mean, they gave us the first one. I mean, I just wanted a copy, and then they're like, we'll give you all a copy to give out to the fans. I was like, all right, dope. So then when we got this one, that'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. So, Neon, if you're listening, we would love that box set. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we can give away a lot of stuff. Just watch us. That's what we're it. here for. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know if anybody has any more Sundance comments. They can leave them in, or, or questions. They can leave them in the live stream. We'll, we'll try and get into them. I know we did get one question over on Twitter gotcha. that I wanted to... Which is another great way for you guys to yeah. just hit us up Intercut on Intercut. And yeah, we'll try to answer any of the questions, especially when it comes to Sundance and any questions you may have in terms of, like, a, I don't know, a technical issue. Yeah. Or, we're, we're good about responding to people on Twitter if you just have, like, a question about Sundance mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, so, if you're just, like trying to feel your way through the festival or choose between a couple movies. Because I've had a lot of people help me. I mean, I know it's virtual, which is going to be easier for us to help you. But when I was coming in person, I I would tweet to people who I know had been veterans of the fest to a degree, and uh, they gave me really good advice, which one was wearing warm socks. They were not lying about that. I'd say that that sticks even to the virtual one, yeah. Uh, Speaking of socks, these are my my 2022 Sundance. I just unplugged my mic. That's how excited I had you. Don't worry, you can come off of mine. No, no, it's working. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, oh, is it not working now? No, it's working. All right, yeah. Uh, I think they're I think they're really cool. They're really warm. Which ones uh, did we get? I feel we got the yellow and blue. We're so basic, bro. <laughs> we're we got the LME colors. It's the same ones that you see right here on there. Oh, yeah. Um, we will figure that out. I, I guess worth mentioning, for the people who won those Sundance ticket giveaways, you might have to send up a Sundance account, but shouldn't be that hard. Anyway, um, let's get into this question from Twitter. This was a question that didn't need an immediate answer. Oh, this are we one needed an entire second. We'll do a little bit of show and tell while I read the question. Well, this is my answer right here, so I'll go. <laughs> uh, where is the... There we go. My boyfriend adores film. What are some good film-related Valentine's gifts? They don't have to be particularly romantic, but just examples of niche gifts that film lovers would appreciate. What, what was your answer to the question? Bro, get Sundance merch? Get, get, 
or any festival, whatever it is yeah. that y'all can, I guess, share and such. I mean, to me, uh, I mean, to us, I guess, personally, uh, dinner and a movie has always been the, the go-to, right. in my opinion. And if you've never done dinner and a movie at the same time, then I would say that that is an experience to definitely do. Because I know a lot of people who have not done those, but those are probably the best things when you go. I mean, you need an Alamo Draft House. Well, that's the thing. Movie I, I was going to say, like, uh, like with... One of those theaters that actually does the whole thing. Does oh, the Hollywood whole Boulevard and Palms. Yeah, getting a gift certificate to that is like a it's it's a date night mm-hmm. and that's fun. I was also thinking like uh, recently one of Caitlin's favorite films, Martha Marcy May Marlene, had a repertory screening, a, a revival. If you live near a theater that does those revival screenings, like your your significant other's favorite one of their favorite movies mm-hmm. maybe is playing, that's always fun to catch up with. Um, I I think the like played out one but it's still exciting sometimes is the A24 souvenir stuff because it's it's all really cool even if it is way too expensive we literally are in that time where if you like anything whatsoever then you are literally allowed to I got this uh, opal <laughs> buy the merch puzzle of it. it's a it's like you can put the and it's it's for art so enjoy oh you got me this yeah. bro yeah oh happy valentine's <laughs> happy valentine's day <laughs> Wait, is this from Uncut Gems? Yeah, it's, from, it's the opal from Uncut Gems. It's a puzzle. We're going to have to, like, solve it during the next live even, stream. I'm going to go solve it right now. <laughs> We're ending the live stream. A24, the greatest, the greatest ship, uh, the <laughs> present shop of all time. Oh, thanks, man. Of course. Of course. This is when he gets to call an Oscar pick. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach, I got you socks from Sunrise. <laughs> Uh, Depeche said, now I have the reverse question. What do you do if you ain't got nobody? <laughs> oh, damn. There's, there's lots. You can find, you can bond with people over Virtually. a movie. Yeah. Look at it this way. Zach Develop and I community. wouldn't be here and I would have never gotten right. this gift if I wasn't on other YouTube live streams watching this man on Multiplex. Yeah. Uh, even through Sundance right now, I know one of the things that you are able to do is that they have a whole virtual thing like I was talking about where you literally have this little avatar kind of like a Wii figure. Right. And you're talking to other people. Probably the safest way to talk to movie fans pre-COVID, post-COVID, um, and literally just meeting people that way. I know a lot of people who have met each other through the chats. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, our friends met friends that they like more than we did through those chats or live streams as well. So I think the best way, even if you don't have anybody uh, in person, one of the biggest reasons why we do this and we do it on, on, you know, through the internet is that you get to meet a lot of other people who are just as big movie fans as you are. Who knows? Maybe one day you'll be traveling to Sundance with them. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that's the great thing about, like, you know, it's, it's not just movies. It's any hobby, but, like, you know, clearly if you're here listening to us, one of your yeah, hobbies is movies. It, there, there's always other people uh, out there who really enjoy it, too. now, dude. <laughs> Ooh, a little baggy with it, too. Yeah, it's high Damn. quality, man. A24 doesn't put out garbage, except for their cookbook. But for- otherwise, they, they don't put out garbage. <laughs> I'm really upset with their cookbook. I bought it for Caitlin, and... Not good? It, I mean, like, the, the pictures... Don't look like the food. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, anyway, Zach said he was gonna make ratatouille, and he said he was gonna make uh, I'm the one from Parasite. Yeah, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make some ramdon for you guys. Uh huh. And then he said that we we're going to reenact that scene in Labor Day and make the pizza. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Oh, thank you, Zach. Of course. Um, uh, just looking through the different live stream comments to see if we have any other. Uh, questions, but I don't think there's a whole much, mm-hmm. a whole lot else. Um, I'm really excited to get into this. We got how much time left between now and uh, when Sundance really, really starts? Five thirty. Literally, it's at five thirty Mountain Time. So in forty-five wow. minutes, we'll be watching our first yeah, one. Yeah, in forty-five minutes, we'll be watching Jesse Eisenberg's directorial debut. 
Did they? Which one did they put back? Like era, right? Yeah, that's another. That's thing. the other thing. They, they kind of shifted stuff. We got really scared because we're like, "What do you mean you're moving everything?" They they kind of shifted a bunch it's of showings. It's a little weird to do it. Fifteen the, minutes. The festival starts. But yeah, so those got shifted. Just be aware of that, but definitely be there in time for your showing. Uh, I think the intro was running like four-ish minutes. They have kind of an intro that plays beforehand, and then they're going to be having Q&As afterwards. I hope that they save the Q&A so that you can watch them later. I know last year yeah. they put them all on YouTube, which is honestly the easiest way to do so. But I just hope you all have a really good fest that you guys are able to watch everything and anything that you want. And I'd say give movies that you may not usually give a chance because I think that's where you end up finding yeah. and expanding um, kind of just, you know, into to different things that you may have never seen before. Uh, and to me, going to a lot of these festivals has been the, has been like the ability to do that. Uh, so if you have a day pass and you're able to watch something in between that you wouldn't, just give it a try. You're at home. Yeah. So there's no better time to do it. So Exactly. And, you know, hopefully with some of these movies, you'll also be able to catch those second windows. Just, yeah. you know, keep it plugged into Twitter, keep it plugged into Letterboxd and see what people yeah. are liking. There's a, lot, there's a lot of exciting stuff that you are not thinking about. Yeah. Um, so Domingo uh, asked us, "What is our most anticipated of the festival?" Now that we went through that whole lineup, is there is there one that you're gonna declare as like the one you just uh, need it, you inject it into your veins right now? Uh, well, in my top five, two we're watching tonight, yeah. which is insane to yeah. me. Another one would be Emily. Another one would be Genius, if that one counts, I guess. But we're not getting the whole thing. And Duel, dude, I'm yeah. I'm really excited for these. These are ones where. Uh, everything else I'm waiting to be surprised by. Right. These are the ones that can only be disappointed by, and I guess. Yes, that makes any that's sense. a good way to you put know? it. So what about you? Yeah, um, I put Cha-Cha Real Smooth, as I mentioned. I put Duel, um, Something in the Dirt, Benson Moorhead. I mean, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, that one would be there, too. And uh, Hunt for Jesus. Yeah, Hunt so for Jesus. We didn't ones, really uh, spotlight that one, but I really... Oh, I get my little mention for it, bro. That one's going to be funny. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It said that it's, they're like pitching it like a mockumentary. Uh, and I believe that that is two that Regina has in this festival as well because yeah. I think she's also in Master. Master, yeah. Which she's is in something else. So I, I'm really curious to see who's going to be the actor that shines because like, I feel yeah. every year we have an actor actress who Regina. surprises us. I, I think it might be Regina, too. Yeah. We just watched some of the scary movies, so I'm like, I can't <laughs> wait for her to be the Sundance Queen. Take it away from Aubrey. Uh, are, are you glad Morbius moved so you don't immediately ruin your festival experience? <laughs> I don't. That's the, what do they call it? The new New Mutants? It's never going to come out. <laughs> so I hope so. I guess someone. I saw someone earlier say if I was going to be in the suit. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> these suits of armor are pretty creepy. They are. They're kind of decent. There's another one over there. There's another one over there. Just you and I sitting down like morons. We're going to look like uh, what's some faces in the last duel just sitting down. (laughs) We're just streaming on HBO, so if you're not going to Sundance, uh, get yourself an HBO account. Yeah, should we do some like picks for the week for the people who aren't doing Sundance? Who aren't doing Sundance? Yeah, let's see what what we got. I know some of the stuff that is coming out uh, or is out, I guess, technically, since we've been on the road. Netflix has this really interesting series that we downloaded a bunch of episodes for. And honestly, Archivist 81 is one where I've... Right? Archive 81? Uh, dude, it's this guy who's going through a bunch of like film reels, cleaning them, which just in and of itself is Nurture. orgasmic for the eyes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's kind of like a conspiracy going on. We caught the first episode. I downloaded all of them, and I realized nah, I want to see these like on a big screen. On a, on a really, I don't want to watch these on the iPad. So that would definitely be my recommendation. Yeah, that stars Mamadou Afi, who has been showing up more and more in different really things. Good. I really like him. So yeah, uh, that's one of the picks that I have for this week. 
Um, I know you also caught um, Compartment Number Six, which is going to be out on Tuesday. Is that, that yeah. is a fantastic movie. I am rooting for that one to get a nomination. Uh, it, it's, it's very good. That's all. I'll just leave it at that. Devesh asks, any Peacemaker love yet? I caught half of the first episode and was kind of enjoying it, but as we've been talking about, yeah, like, not with Sunday and stuff, it's just we're trying to fully dive into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have caught a little bit of TV. Uh, I, As I mentioned before, I, I caught up to the finale of Station Eleven, which okay. was just beautiful. I'm glad that you guys have been working your way through and enjoying it, too. Uh, I was mentioning to you earlier in the week that it reminds me of Watchmen in the sense that the world is so full and you f- kind of feel like you can just sort of make a left turn and follow a different character and, and they'll have a whole complete interesting storyline and, and world uh, to follow too, right? Like, I'm just so... I was so immediately emotionally invested and involved in this mm-hmm. show. I just uh, was in, in uh, enthralled by its world and its vision for humanity trying... Like, the ways in which humanity might thrive in a post-apocalyptic scenario... I think there's a lot that's really beautiful about the show. Uh, the char- the way that the characters are developed is, is just... You really feel like you've been on a journey with them by the end. Like, I was crying like a baby for the last two episodes. Um, it, it's got my highest recommendation. I'm nice. a little I'm a little sad that they put it at this weird, like, 2021-2022 gap. The way that it crosses over, it, yeah. Honestly, it's threatening succession for that spot, so... So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We got it. We got a uh, best TV of 2021 episode still to put out. Um, what else is coming out? Uh, oh, Whirly Bird hits movie on the 22nd. Ooh, highly recommend it. That was one that premiered at Sundance two years ago. I want to say that was the last year that we were here. It is about two uh, news reporters. Some may call them even a type of nightcrawler. They always needed to be on the scene. Uh, I forget what city in California. It's probably L.A. And how they were always trying to be able to record the incidents or whatever that happened uh, as a couple. They end up saving money. They get this helicopter where the title comes from, Whirlybird, and the whole thing is an examination of their lives through all of the footage that they caught, which also happens to be their entire family background because their personal story is also shot on the same reels. Yeah. I absolutely love that movie. I give it my highest recommendation. So that's cool. That's a, that's a movie. Yeah. Uh, Julieta and Jay showing some love for Red Rocket in the live stream. Love that. Uh, Pink Sweets mentions that she's also loving Archive 81, and it's the same actor from Hulu's Oh, Jerome No. Did you catch Oh, Jerome I have not seen that one. Yeah, I haven't even heard about that one. There's a lot of Hulu I need to catch up on. And Jay also was a fan of Compartment Number 6. Um, I, I mentioned it briefly that uh, Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes is one yeah, of my favorite, one of favorites, yeah. fan, Fantasia movies from last year, and that's going to be out on VOD on the 25th. Nice. Uh, really inventive and fun little movie uh, doing the whole one-shot time travel comedy thing. It, it's it's just so crazy how plotted it is. It's it's very well written. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. I also Yellow Jackets. I need you to catch that finale, bro. Like. I was packing. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's theories to discuss. Hey, we have a we have a theater room downstairs. I'm yeah. just gonna watch it yeah. there. Uh, the only other thing that I've been watching a lot of is Letterkenny. That's kind of my break mm-hmm. from things right now. I showed you a clip of it. Uh, it's really really funny. Like my favorite thing about the show, and I'm only like through the first two seasons so far, okay. is when they they find like a funny idea, and then they will just hit that idea over and over and over again. They'll just find, like, every funny way to phrase an idea and and cycle through, you know, 15 rather than giving you one or two jokes. And it, the, the writerly quality of it, the fact the 
the way that you can kind of imagine them sitting in a room and coming up with this mm-hmm. stuff just cracks me up. Uh, I think I think it's just very very funny. It's not you know it's not like the most dramatically interesting show, but there's just these moments that absolutely are hilarious. Would you call it? What live action? It's kind of like the live action King of the Hill. It feels like that. And that one's on But movie. it's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, just some stuff we've been watching if you don't have time for the Sundance stuff. But hopefully you have time for the Sundance mm-hmm. stuff because we really like it. $20. I know that to me that's pretty expensive. It was a 1999 rental yeah. right there. But for a movie that allows you to say that you... Caught it first. You caught it at Sundance and maybe even becomes one of your must watches, I think. Uh, definitely give it a chance, even if it's just one or two. Yeah, so I think we can just about wrap that up here, but uh, stay, stick with us on the Intercut channel. We'll have hopefully like a halfway live stream and then a wrap-up live stream. Going through all the stuff. Yeah, so, uh, and also, as I've mentioned, we'll, we'll try and do our best through uh, through Twitter, through Letterboxd. I'm going to push Art to, to update that Letterboxd. Yeah, I know you, you got that rank list going, though, right? I do, but it's private because yeah. I'm not allowed to... <laughs> I'm not allowed to disclose it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So I'm not allowed to tell you if Lenore is on top. I uh, can't say that. It's, it's just not public information. It's not yet. public information. So when it is, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. So uh, we will be back. Thanks for hanging with us. You can catch more from me. It's at Zshevich, Z-S-H-E-V-I-C-H. Are there any V movies in the festival that I could have used there? Mm, there's be some very good movies, hopefully. <laughs> I don't think there's any V-movies. All right, where can people find more from you? Uh, you can find me over at LME Explain, trying to catch up on everything on my letterbox, trying to tweet out what some yeah. of my favorite stuff is during the festival or just every week here on yeah. the Intercard Podcast. You can listen to every episode of the Intercard Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher, I like Overcast. And then make sure you're not just subscribed to the audio feed, but to the video feed as well on YouTube.com slash Intercapod, where you can catch our bright, smiling faces as we break down the latest in entertainment. Find new episodes of Intercut every Monday. We just dropped our best movies of the year mm-hmm. podcast, which I think a lot of people were interested in. Uh, and please leave us a comment, like the video, consider heading over to iTunes to give us that much-requested five-star review. Shout out to our listeners in Belgium and Indonesia for putting us on the TV and film podcast starts hey. out there. Like our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter pages, all of them. Support our Patreon there at Intercut Pod, and you'll get updates throughout the week from Art, from me, from all the guests that we feature here on Intercut. Super quick shout out to our patrons because I forgot it earlier. The Intercuity Plus patrons. Jessica, Tim, Garrett, Ewan, our Academy-level patrons, Connor, Cademan, Tushar, Andrew, and finally, the producer-level patron, the man, the myth, the legend, only known as Awkward. Mm -hmm. Thanks again for all your support. It's a huge help to the show. And you you too can support the show by heading over to patreon.com slash intercutpod, where you can get patron benefits like early access to intercut episode outlines, access to private channels on the intercut Discord, where we'll also do Sundance updates, uh, you can find the link to the Discord in the description below or wherever you're listening to it on your iPod, uh, on your podcast app. And uh, you can also get an invitation to our monthly patron Google meetings. That Google meeting, by the way, is probably going to happen next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll we, figure it we out. were trying to do it after a 12-hour car ride, and that was just not smart to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the version of us that you yeah. wanted. No, we were just... <laughs> but uh, hopefully on one of these days, if we're able to sneak it in, if not towards the end of the festival, as yeah, you saw with our schedule the there, give you a whole roundabout of, of the place and <laughs> technically even give you the heads up before we drop uh, what will be our entire wrap-up. So Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, head over to patreon.com slash intercutpod or whatever it is. But thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, let's head over to the Egyptian. I'm going to do this puzzle. <laughs> <laughs>